Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Good morning, everybody. We're so glad you're starting the day with us here on Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale. Good morning. Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. How are we today, guys? I'm doing great. About to do a lot better tonight. Oh, thank you for bringing that up. Wait a second. The king of L.A. will be on display tonight at 10 Eastern on TNT because Kawhi is back and the Lakers are in big trouble, especially the king. The hurricane? Yeah. The king has not been hurt. If you've been checking him out the last seven games, he's been averaging 30 a game. He's been shooting 53% from three over the last seven games. LeBron is at 28.8% from three. Western Horrible. Conference, Western Conference player of the week was who? Uh, I can't remember. You do know. You do know. He just came yeah. out. Yeah, yeah but you know, they, they had an asterisk. It's <laughs> for the first three quarters. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's how you win it. As a matter of fact, I did see Ty Lue last night. Did you? I did. Okay. Well, then you're in bigger trouble. <laughs> <laughs> We'll it see. should be a good show, be a great game. Absolutely, guys. But we want to start with Dallas right now. The Cowboys' official Twitter account. Woo! Gentlemen, it is garnering some attention, especially yesterday. They tweeted out an article to the Cowboys' loss to the Niners with the caption that reads, Dak Prescott gave away the ball twice in the narrow loss to the 49ers. In a matchup, the Cowboys had a chance to win if they didn't again generate self-inflicted wounds. Sounds very damning. Shannon, what's going on here? What's going on here? I got a huge problem with this. Skip, this is some bull jive. I mean, what? At first, Skip, this is a team official account. Now, at first, I thought they were hacked. I said, somebody hacked this account. And then I looked, and it's still up. So clearly, it wasn't. It hasn't been hacked. This came from an, a, a team official that runs their social media account and thought it was okay to throw Dak Prescott under the bus. Now, Skip, we're very, this is what we do know. Teams are very, very conscious not to throw their superstars under the bus, especially from their team account. Mm. The Lakers, when they lose a game last year, they never put Anthony Davis or LeBron James pitcher up during the loss. Tampa, they lost last week. There was no pitcher. There was a picture of Mike Evans. There was a picture of Todd Bowles. There was no picture of Tom Brady. Teams are very, very, I can assure you, when the Chiefs lose, there's not a picture going up of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. That's normally the way it goes. Yeah. So basically, you're throwing Dak Prescott under the bus. You're saying the reason we lost this game was because Dak Prescott threw two interceptions. Mm-hmm. You could have easily taken the high road. We turned the ball over. You didn't have to mention Dak's name. We turned the ball over, Skip. I'm waiting for the ratings to come out. I can assure you, how many million people oh. think 35, 40? Let's go conservative. Let's say 40. 40 million people watch this game. If you say we turned the cow, we turned the ball over twice, mm-hmm. everybody that watched the game know who you're talking about. <laughs> I'd say. <laughs> but to throw him under the bus yep. to this level, to this magnitude, Skip, that employee should be fired if he hasn't been already. Mm. I'm surprised, very, very surprised. Because team social media account is very, is very cognizant of what's being put out on that page. Mm-hmm. We've seen times uh, uh, someone has said something from a, uh, 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 an official account, be it Wendy's, be it Chick-fil-A or whatever. You're responsible for that. Yeah. Skip, that's ba- this mm-hmm. is a bad look, Skip. This is really, really, really bad look. I'm just, I'm disappointed. I know Dak played well. I know there are a lot of people I see, Cowboy fans, Busting up their TVs and throwing. Ain't nothing wrong with your TV. It's your team. Mm. That's what you need to throw out. Well, there you go. That's the point. <laughs> Give your, t- your TV is just fine. There's nothing wrong with your TV. Yeah. You're going to have to go out and get another one because you busted the one that you had when you were watching the game. But, Skip, this is some bull jive. This is some straight bull jive. This is unacceptable. Mm. And I don't know who the employee is. Hell, it might be, might be a family member, <laughs> Jerry Jones. But whomever it is, Skip. They probably should lose their job over this situation. Skip, that's some bull job, man. You can't do that, Skip. Mm. I mean, at the end of the day, I I know you're disappointed that you lost, Mm -hmm. but that's still the quarterback of your team. You wouldn't do that, Skip. Forget, you know, Dak Prescott. I don't believe you do that to a lesser-tier quarterback. Yeah. 
you, you're not, that's, not, that's not the way you do business, Skip. I think someone's going to probably lose their job over okay. this. To your point, and as a quick aside, we here in L.A. watch the Lakers on the local telecast, and then it goes to the great James Worthy after the game for commentary. And every night I sit there after they lose, and LeBron's like one for eight from three with six turnovers. And I'm like, well, well, just at least acknowledge that. But they're not going to, to your point, because they're not going to. Right, exactly. Because it is a team telecast. Right. Okay. Luka could have 15 turnovers. <laughs> they're not mentioning him for the Mavericks. No, and I watch a lot of those on, yeah, yeah. on the package. Right. Yeah. They're just not going to do it, except here. All right. This website does have a reputation for being, if I dare say, pretty objective after a Cowboy loss. Jerry gives them carte blanche to, to at least be gently, mildly critical and has for years. And even back in my days of covering the Cowboys, trust me on this. He, he did not like a lot of things that I wrote, especially in my books about the Dallas Cowboys. But when he would be asked about it, he would always say something like, and I'm going to just paraphrase the quote, when Skip writes, it's always something significant. So he would give me the break like it, it, it's going to carry some weight. So I'm going to I'm going to be open minded to right. it, even if I don't like, like it. OK. All right. So that's Jerry's been that's his attitude about publicity, because He's of the school of any publicity is good publicity because they just love publicity. Correct. All right. So back to this. I hear what you're saying. It's pretty shocking. As the NFL norm goes when it comes to these websites that they would go this far. This this is an excerpt, a couple of lines from from a a bigger story that you can't open off these websites. But but they're teasing the story for you to go to the website to to read the rest of the story. Right. And it's it's an objective story that also has a lot of good things in it about what happened in the game. All right. I don't know the inner workings there. I used to know them, but it's been a long time since I've been there. So to your point. Could a family member or a close family friend be sort of in charge of this? It's possible. possible. Okay, I'm going to go one step farther with you. Is it possible that Jerry made it clear after the game that it's now open season on Dak? It's possible. Yeah. Because I'm going to quote the great Shannon Sharp here. You have told me again and again, you told me on Friday, the body of work, we're, we're seven years in now, and you keep telling me he is middle of the pack yeah, Dak. Yeah, the sample size. You, you, you give me that sample size. Yes. It was you that gave me the sample size. That is correct. But it's a big, broad sample size. We got yes. lots of got information. We got seven years. We've got, what, six playoff games. Yes. In. Okay. So we, we get all that, and Jerry got it right between the eyes, and he kept saying, using the word sick after the game. Yeah, seven times. I, I think he was heart sick, as, as was I, because I think the gravity of the situation had avalanched on his psyche where he's saying, man, I'm not getting any younger here. No, he's about to be 81, That's I think, correct. next November. That is correct. But can you believe, Skip, not to cut you off, yeah. do you realize the last time Jerry Jones won a Super Bowl? He was in his 50s. He's bypassed his 60s. He's bypassed his 70s. Yeah. Now he's in his 80s, and he's looking at it like, I don't know if I'm going to be around in my damn 90s. I know, because I met him when he was 49 years of age, when he had just come from nowhere to buy the Dallas <laughs> okay. Cowboys. He was 49. He looked like a young, strong bull of a man. He was my age. Yeah. I'm I, 54. I Jay was 54 when he won his first Super Bowl. There you go. And you got a lot of years ahead of him. <laughs> I like to think I and give me 27 And all of a sudden, Jerry's looking at his mortality, mortality. Right, right in the mirror. He's looking at his mortality. Once upon a time, he used to get kidded about it. He had a little facelift, and now it doesn't look so great anymore because time marches on. Yeah. And here we are, and here he is, and he's like, God, I'd write any size of check to win another Super Bowl, and I thought I had one here. I thought they had one here. Right. I, I thought this team had the kind of firepower, and, and that's what – that's what is just tearing me apart. I'm still very raw from it, so I'm not in the best place to talk about this because – the more I think about what happened at San Francisco, trust me, the worse it gets. Yeah, because, your ex- Skip, your expectations were here last year, yeah, and, and now they were here this here. year. They- so the greater expectation, the greater the disappointment, and the hurt is after you don't meet said expectations. Okay. My defense, I think you would agree, played well enough yeah. to win the football oh, game. 19 points. Is absolutely 19 good. points should give you a chance to win yeah. the football game against a rookie quarterback, obviously, in his, what was that, his seventh start. Yes. Obviously, we got a terrible break with Tony Pollard going down mm-hmm. the second quarter. God bless him. I hope he can rally and fight back quickly. And 
Obviously, we had a kicker issue, but it didn't really manifest itself through the rest of the game because I kept telling you, he hasn't been missing field goals, only extra points. So you can't use that as an excuse or an out. But I I can can imagine what was going through your mind when that PAT was blocked. You're like, oh, here we go again. Here here we go again. (laughs) But we... We navigated. You it. did. You did. And, and he made the two field goals. So, so it. Unfortunately, I, I'll I'll say this. The more I looked at the Trevon Diggs dropped interception, it's it's a killer play because yeah. it comes at near the end of the third quarter. It's nine to nine. Right. We went to the fourth quarter nine to nine. You're right. But it it's a deflection that hits him right in the hands. He's the best ball hawk in the secondary. A former receiver. Yes. Went to Alabama to play receiver. Right. It hits him. Right in the hands. It hit him fast. It right. came out of nowhere. It was redirected. I, I get all that. But but if anybody in my secondary, if I could pick somebody to catch that ball, I would yeah. pick Diggs, yeah. right? I agree. And and it hit him so right in the hands, and he just muffed it and fumbled it and, and couldn't come up right. with it. Well, if you hang on, you, you cancel their seven points that they took the lead with, right? Yes. And all of a sudden, the momentum swings wildly back to Dallas because the kid finally made a mistake. Right. And here we come, and there they go. And, and who knows what happens from that mm-hmm. point on. But in the end, you know and I know, it was your first words out of your mouth yesterday, which you punished me with. <laughs> but, but the point is, it just unfortunately came down to rain Dakota Prescott. Yeah. It's number four or bust, and you have to make one play. And he couldn't make one play. No. Seriously, Mm-mm. one play. So just to drive home the gravity of my pain here today and where I'm about to go with this, could we just quickly show everybody in case somebody missed some of this? I, I think nobody in the known world missed any of this. But let's just bang through these plays quickly just to show. This is the first interception, and that gives them three points. Well, yeah, you look at it. That gives be, them three points. be late. Here's the second interception. The second and two at the 18. This cancels out at least three for us, maybe seven. And then here's the throw to CD that he he is so he is so run by he is so open that 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 could have been three or seven. And then CD's got a step. And if you get that ball out where he can yeah. run to it, that could be three or seven. And then finally, this is to Gallup, and he's so lo- he's gone mm-hmm. open. He might still be running with it. Let's do three or seven. Okay, so here's what I did. I'm going to do, of those five plays, I'm going to do, there was a maximum points that could have been scored off those five plays of 24 points. Right. I know I'm going to the max if, okay. if you, you hit the lottery right. on every one of those okay. throws. But a minimum point scored on those uncashed plays was 12 points. Correct. Well, the final score was, as you know, 19 to 12. So, so you give them, that would have been 24 to 19 right, right. there. Right. So, Th- those are cashable points, and I believe Maher can make those mid-range sort of field goals. Right. My point is it came down to the quarterback. My point is that you and I have gone back and forth, back and forth. Is he good enough to win a Super Bowl? You or, said, yeah. Well, well, I had to because I have no choice <laughs> until this moment right now because the, the flip side of it is, is he just never going to be anything more than middle-of-the-pack Dak, who will always tease you into believing he can go farther than he can carry them? Is his ceiling maybe one playoff game a year here and there, like every other year? Is yeah. that his ceiling? Well, yes. I think, here's the thing, what I think, Skip. How about we find a way to be in between where he was Sunday and against Washington as opposed to where he was against Tampa? Can we get somewhere in between yeah. that? Because the thing is, is that his high is incredibly high. You look at what he did against Tampa. You said a 97 QBR, over 300 yards, three touchdowns. He played a flawless game. And then he comes back. Bruh, we don't need you to replicate that again, but you can't go to the bottom of the sea. No. And and that is the problem with a lot of quarterbacks. The really great quarterbacks, Skip, they can manage the low. They're not going to always be 325, three touchdowns. But they're able to – they're not going to give you – Three interceptions, two interceptions, a pick six, or things like that. You have to be able to manage the low. And right now, I don't think Dak has found a way to manage his low because when he steps off the cliff. I agree. So what you're saying is his ceiling is actually an edge of the top 10 quarterback. Yes. But his floor is actually a bottom 10 quarterback because when he goes south, he just goes south. Yes. I think Skip Sunday, the 12th best quarterback in 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 the league, wins that game. Okay. I told you. Cooper Rush wins that game just because he plays more clean football, more efficient. 
capable football where he makes the play when it presents itself. Well, you're not going to get that throw to CD down the sideline because I don't think he got the arm to get it there. I I think his arm is better than you're giving it credit for. You think so? Boy, he threw some big balls at at New York on Monday Night Football to CD. CD dropped one of them. That was was like a 50-yarder that he hit CD with, right? Okay, I I got it. But my bottom line, my conclusion, my my devastated conclusion is – that, that Dak will always tease you yeah. without ever rewarding your patience in right. that, that this is it. This is who he is. But you've been preaching that from day right. one. I kept trying to make a fourth rounder into the fourth overall pick right. because every once in a while he could give you those. Right. This year he gave you the Bears game. He gave you the Vikings game. He gave you the Eagles right. game. And he gave you at Bucks and at right. Brady game. Right. He gave you four. And he also led the league in interceptions in only 12 games. It's, it's hard to do, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. It's very hard okay? to do. So who is he? He, he's not who we need going forward. So to me, I think Jerry was so distraught after the game because it, he realized Dak Prescott is not the answer. He has defended him to the death. He's saying that turnovers are not in his DNA. And he even said after the game, he tried to make the statement, I really thought we could go places in this tournament with yeah. Dak as our quarterback. Yeah. Well, I think he also realized going home after the game on the flight home, this just this ain't the solution right. here. We need to do something dramatic because the clock is ticking on Jerry Jones. Yes. So to me, I think Dak should be on the trading block. And and the only I've gone back and forth with wow. people about this, but we're going to talk about this story a little later. Aaron Rodgers is on the trading block, and I'm telling you right here, right now, if you could do it, maybe I'm playing fantasy football. You want Aaron Rodgers on the Cowboys? So. I don't listen. I'm not playing fantasy football here because the deals are pretty similar over the next two years. Their cap hits are about the same. Aaron's owed about a hundred million dollars. Where Dak's cap hits over the next two years is a hundred million dollars. He's not worth it. You could also argue back to me that Aaron's not worth it at age 39 and 40. But I will tell you this. Is he not the ultimate cowboy killer? Yeah. He is eight and two lifetime against the Cowboys and two and zero oh in the but playoffs. But then he might kill you once he get there. Okay, kill he you might. From within. Okay, but I, I would <laughs> listen. Just I, I have to do year by year. Okay. If you told me right here, right now, with whatever team I have coming back, probably lose Dan Quinn as the coordinator. If you told me I could have Aaron Rodgers next year or Dak Prescott, I'm going Aaron Rodgers because, as you always tell me, he is a transcendent thrower of the yeah. football. He's also a big blame-deflecting, finger-pointing diva. What about but, come playoff time? You still okay, want him? Okay, listen. Do I want Dak Prescott? I, no. <laughs> no, I don't. I'll take Aaron Rodgers. At least he won a long-ago, far-away yeah. Super Bowl. You right? remember that? I do. Well, okay. Mike McCarthy, would he love to reunite with Aaron Rodgers? Well, Aaron took him for a great ride, yeah. right? Okay. Could, could Aaron dredge it back up with a change of scenery? Could he just heave a sigh of relief getting out from under yeah. all the chaos in Green Bay yeah. and say, okay, watch this? Does he want the pressure skip of going to Cowboys because he's supposed to? I don't know. Now, you you know do do, it's a great question. He's the missing piece. I mean, when Peyton Manning went to Denver with all that talent, they said, okay, you're the missing piece. When Tom went to Tampa, they said, you because Bruce Aaron says, hey, we'd have made the playoff if our quarterback didn't turn it over 30 plus times. So now you, you, you does he want that pressure of being the missing piece to take this Cowboy team that you believe is talented enough, with the exception of the quarterback position, all the way home? I, I can't answer for him. I just know what he is and what he is not. And I do believe that great quarterbacks late in their career sometimes truly benefit from a huge change of scenery where where suddenly you do have some new good pressure. Peyton was forced to go to Denver because he got forced out the back door in Indianapolis. And all of a sudden, he says, yeah, I'll do Well, how about Brady going to Tampa? Oh, he got forced out. And he says, okay, watch this. Well, Aaron should be in the same caliber. He should be in the same echelon of one of those great older quarterbacks who says, okay, Watch this, because Dallas is not untalented. I think we're going to agree on that. There's a lot of talent left there. And again, can they figure out how to get a little bit better? Maybe. Can Tony Pollard, are they going to re-sign him? Will he bounce back 1,000% off a broken leg? Yeah, maybe. He should. Maybe. Right. I mean, okay. but it's not like an ACL or Achilles no, injury. No, it's skill. not. But the, the, the thing that I want you to get, they say we are what we repeatedly do. Therefore, it's not a singular act. That's a yeah. habit. Yeah. What has Dak Prescott over the last seven years repeatedly did? Done. You, you, he's turned the ball over. Okay. okay. Yeah. For, for and, a while, and he up, was fumbling, and then he became Mr. Interception. And then okay. come playoff time, he's 2-4 and four in his six playoff starts. Yep. So come playoff time, 
he normally comes up really small. He all, and have they, it, there hadn't been very many playoff games in which he hasn't turned the ball over at least once. That is correct, but he'll give you a blip. He did yes. beat Russell Wilson in a home playoff yes. game, yes. and then he'll do that, and he'll do that, and he'll do that in the last two games against San Francisco. Shannon Sharp, look at the torment I'm going through <laughs> over the last 24 hours. I had to watch the 49ers beat us twice and go on to the NFC Championship game with Jimmy G at quarterback and Brock, and Brock Purdy yeah. at quarterback. And I'm, I'm stuck with Dak Prescott? Because Are you kidding? That, so that, that should tell you everything you need to know. Whichever teams get the better quarterback play, that's normally the team that it makes. It is. It's just hard, okay. to, it's just hard to overcome that. Okay. Teams, the way the league is set up now, Skip, the way you can throw the football and all the rules, it is just hard. You but pack your defense, you bring your run game, but at some point in time they're going to force that guy to throw the football. And when they force him to throw it, is he going to throw it to his guys or your guys? Okay, it, you're, you're so right. I, I'm, I'm actually coming over to your side <laughs> of the table, and I'm saying – I threw Dak's jersey in the trash can on Sunday night for real. I mean, I mean, I was serious when I did it. I was got, angry. No, Skip, it's not the jersey. It's not it's, okay, it's that, Dak. It, it's, it's an act. It's, it's, I, I, I know, mean, but it's, it's, a, it, it's a symbolic act. I don't know if you've seen that. the memes, but they got a bunch of people dumping Dak in the trash can, the, the, okay. the actual Dak. All right. But well, anyway. I haven't seen it, but, but I, I'm there. I get it. I mean, so, no, I wish no harm on Dak, no, but no, I'm just no, saying. No. It's, it's, right. but let me, so, so are you – so let, let's get to the crooks of the, what we, the, the opening. Yes. Are you, do you have a problem with the tweet? I, I wonder if, it can't, if Jerry signed off on it, if he blessed it. I do. Wait, but Skip, even if he blessed I, it, it, you can still have a problem with it. Okay, well, it's just not the way business is done. No, so so I get it, except they have had a reputation for being fairly objective. I'm having a hard time getting all worked up about it because I, it's actually pretty tame to me. It's, it's like a statement of duh. You fact. can't put the man pitch up. You don't okay. normally put in a loss. You don't normally put your star. No. <laughs> it, 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 unless like that. that's the mood of the whole franchise right now. Well, I'm sure everybody's yeah. disappointed, but damn, everybody's disappoint, just disappointed in that. Yeah, I think it boiled down to that. Unfairly or fairly, I think yeah, I think you agree. It boiled down to just that. Well, so Aaron Rodgers, come on down. Now you are. Come on down. I don't even like Aaron Rodgers. Hey, man, but I'll take him over Dak Prescott. He's available. He I know play, he's he available. Don't want to play, he don't want to play with your team. He you, does. You, you, nah, nah, nah. I, I think six, he would love being six in years Dallas, in the, nah, He's heard everything you said for about seven years. <laughs> no, let me take that back. Not just seven years on this hey, show. Hey. Probably about 17 years on the Way other show. back. That is true. <laughs> that is true. But I'll take him over Dak. Doesn't that sum up my feelings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you okay. you in a really low place. I'm in a low place. Interestingly enough, guys, both Jerry Jones and his son, Stephen, nixed their radio interviews for this what? week. As nothing much as Jerry that, like to talk? Yeah, nothing from Can't that. Can't take it. He, he's, he's I guess way he, I guess last year he was disappointed. This year he's sick. He's hey, sick of being disappointed. That is correct. <laughs> disappointed at being sick. Sickening yep. is what he says. <laughs> when it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this. Crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew. Ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. The Lakers announced yesterday they're trading for Wizards forward Rui Hachimura 
in exchange for Kendrick Nunn and three second-round picks. According to reports, the Lakers plan on signing Hachimura to an extension this offseason as he wraps up that rookie deal. I don't know, Shannon, maybe some help with wing defense? Scale of 1 to 10, how much does Hachimura help the Lakers? Uh, well, it doesn't move the needle for me a whole lot, Skip. Uh, I mean, people are not really trained guys uh, that can help other teams win. They want to keep them for themselves. Uh, I, I understand the Wizards are not going anywhere, and it says, okay, let's see if we can get, you know, take Kendrick Nunn, take these second-round picks. Maybe we can parlay that into mm-hmm. something else. I think the Lakers are going to need a little bit more if they want to contend in 2023. But this is a low, a low risk with the potential to be something big on, on the upside. Um, but everything comes back. Look, I, I get Rui Hachimura, and he's, he's tremendous at shooting the three skip. He's shooting 43, 42% on wide open threes, 45.5% in the left corner of the threes. Okay, a sharp shooter. Everything is contingent on Anthony Davis. When does he come back, and how long can he stay healthy? Because if he can stay healthy for a significant period of time, and he played to the level in which he was playing before he got hurt, and LeBron continues to play at his level, and they can, and, and Hachimura, now, this is what we know, Skip. A lot of guys can shoot the basketball when they're on another team. Agreed. But it's all of a sudden they get to LeBron, it's like LeBron to win. Because every time the ball going off, air ball, the ball going up in the stands and hit the corner and everything else. Yep. Because that light, it's something about the lights when it's LeBron James. It's like you're on Broadway. Mm-hmm. You know, who's that? Uh, George Benson said the, night, the lights are bright on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems like they're even brighter when you play alongside LeBron James. I think others sang that song before him. They did? Okay. Go okay. But go ahead. But, uh, and so with that being said, Skip, yep. only a handful of guys have ever been able to rise to the occasion. Yep. A D-Wade, mm-hmm. a Kyrie Irving, yep. Anthony Davis for that one season. But there have been a lot of guys that that light got too hot and they couldn't handle it. So, look. They said uh, uh, 12 players have played 400 minutes for the Lakers this season. Eight of them are guard. So they are really undersized. Skip, you look, and you go to the closing lineup, you look at the closing lineup they had that the other night, they were really small. They're a really small team. Basically, it's LeBron and TB. And a lot of times, it's TB or LeBron, especially with AD uh, 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 has been out. Mm-hmm. So he does give them some, some size. Uh, he played really well. Uh, the last game he played, he got 30 against oh, the Magic. Great. So yep. that, that, that Lakers like, damn, he can get 30? Wait, is that the same Orlando that just beat Boston for a third time? Yeah, you saw that too. And what we did, we took them apart. Huh. You see what Go did, Go took them uh, apart. Yeah, but what about the law firm that you keep raving about uh, up in Boston? Uh, uh, Tatum was out. Tatum got hurt. Oh, okay. Tweak something. But he'd something, be all right. Something about the magic got that there, number. There ain't no magic there. There ain't, no, <laughs> ain't no magic there. But, Skip, look, I, it, it doesn't do a whole lot for me. We'll see. See what he does tonight and uh, mm. when he gets in the lineup. But, you know, Go. Go do go to the go has a way of making people look better than they actually are. He, they call okay. it makeup because he can make you look real good. Okay, but out of one side of your mouth, you just said he can make you look real bad, and the other side, you said make no. They make themselves look bad because the expectations because okay, the thing, I got it. ain't no expectation. Skip, ain't no expectation in Washington. I agree with that, <laughs> which is why on my scale of one to ten in impact. Hashimura is a nice player, but he's a three in okay, impact. Okay, you gave a three. Okay, but, but he's six eight. He was mm-hmm. the ninth overall pick out of Gonzaga. He will play defense. Yes. He cares about playing yeah. defense. So nice size. Yeah, good good size to him. He knows how to play basketball. And yet, a year ago, he had a career year shooting threes. He was 45%. But his attempts were so low because he wasn't starting for even the Wizards, right? right? So his attempts ranked 250th in the league because he just didn't shoot that many. He shot 123 the whole season yeah. long. But he did make 45% of them. Okay, I'll give you that. This year, he's reverted back to the mean, which is he's at 33.7% because he's a, say, a 36% career three-point right. shooter. Well, that, we but, can use that. Okay, but to your point, catch and shoot, corner threes, that's what LeBron yeah. needs. So now, it's one thing to make those threes <laughs> in Washington. Washington <laughs> but when you get in the crypt, man, the lights get hot. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're saying, wait, we're on TNT again tonight? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, you're always on TNT. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because that guy's playing right. with you. And that guy needs you. And you say, oh, he needs me to make threes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he it, does. It absolutely does. They're, they're starving for threes. But the irony of this was Kendrick Nunn gets 
traded for him. And if I look back at, at, at last week against Sacramento and Memphis, he made seven of 15 threes. And I'm mm-hmm. saying that little lefty was starting to pop he start, it. He was. Right? He was. He was starting to get hot. Okay. So now you just gave him up in the deal. Well, are you sure? But he's just – he's a tiny little he, guard. Right, right. They need they need size. Yeah, okay. They need size. And they don't have Austin Reeves back yet, and they don't have Lonnie who, who, who mainly played guard in, in college, but he's playing small forward when he's playing with LeBron. He, he is. Both, both those are, are taller guards. Yes. You know, both yeah. he and Lonnie Walker. But, right. But the point is, in the end, it's going to come down to what you say as AD. But I, I got to make the point. I'm becoming more and more of a Schroeder fan. Because, oh, listen, listen, he is flat out fearless. Yes. And I know he's prone to have an occasional no game, off game, yeah, where yeah. you say, what, what, what just happened tonight? Right. But if we could see the end of the Memphis game, it was it, it was a stunner to me because of what Schroeder did. Because – I thought you guys were done. Skip, before you say that, before we roll the tape, we're standing in Desmond Bain comes up on, out from under the basket. He looks me dead in the eye. He said, you know this game over. Ask everybody sitting in the row. I said, we're going to win this game. Did you? At what stage? At what it point? was like 10 seconds before he got the ball stolen. You're so, kidding. Yes. Well, he, it was over, and he got it taken from him. Yes. He, st- he comes over. He's like, he looks dead, looks dead by. He said, like, you know this game over. Well, he just jinxed his own demise. He, I said, we're going to win this game. I said, either we're going to win it in regulation with LeBron three or we're going to get you the overtime, but we win in this game. Okay. And lo and behold, he shoots through, gets his back, turning right. through to so did that. Speaking of LeBron threes, <laughs> let's see what happened. With 27 seconds left, LeBron takes a three that could have been a huge one because it could have tied the game. Yes. From the top, it's two feet beyond the top, and he lipped it. And Russ gets the rebound because Stephen Adams couldn't get a Oh, I think that was Brent, uh, Clark. Clark. Uh, so so there's, there's an easy rebound to be had and a little putback. So now you're just down one. Right. Then Tyus Jones goes to the line and makes a couple of free throws. Then Schroeder gets fouled and makes he will make all of his yes. late game free throws. Yes. He's like a dead eye and completely, utterly clutch. And now we got the play in question after he makes his two free throws. You're still in big trouble yes. at that point. And watch what he does to the aforementioned you, Desmond Bank. He takes the ball, comes from behind and takes the ball and goes straight up with foul. it and makes it and, yes. and wins it. Yep. You're kidding. And then he, as usual, he swishes every free throw. Yep. He swished it, and all of a sudden you're up two, and then that's the end of that game. I wish we could add it because he walks from out of the timeout because uh, they call the timeout yep. to advance the ball, and he's over in the corner, and he looks at me and says, you know this game over, right? <laughs> I say, no, it's not. I, say, yeah, We're gonna I don't win think this he game. was trash talking. I think he's a good guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I mean, I don't think he was trying to instigate. Or, no, 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 but yeah. he actually thought right, the game was over. I mean, he would just tell it. He was right. speaking his right. heart to you. But I'm like, even if you, ma- even if, you know, you make both of these, you know, we st- you still, you're going to lose this game. You lose the game. Okay, so then what happens at Portland? You are so dead in the water. You have given up a 45-point second quarter yeah. to that team. And yeah, they're, they're, just, they're just mediocre. They're four games under 500. Yeah. Okay. So you do that, and then you storm back and win the second half. What was it? 75, 75 to 41? Yeah, we did that to them. We to put a 40 spot on them in the third quarter. Okay. And then a 35-piece in the fourth. Okay. But what happens in the fourth quarter? LeBron only takes and makes one shot. But that's all he needed to that's do all because needs. all of a sudden, Thomas Bryant, who's played big TV, for you. TV been huge hey, for no, no, seriously, yeah. huge. So in just the fourth quarter alone, he goes nine points and six rebounds. And guess who? Dennis Schroeder makes two threes and makes the, goes two and two from the free throw line for eight points. And all of a sudden, Pat Bev rises and shines doing what he was brought here to do. Agitating Dame. Agitating Dame. <laughs> and, and he holds Dame to 0 for 4 from the, the floor and 0 for 3 from 3. Right. I mean, if, if you can do that in Dame's house, you got a shot. And you right? see LeBron blocking shots and taking it to the yeah. high. Okay. And what did Pat Bev do when the game was over? If we could see Started this, hitting please. his wrist. He's <laughs> hitting his wrist. It's Dame time. No, it's actually Pat Bev time. Oh, oh, it's Dame time. Oh, not here. He's taking his is watch it, is off. It broken? It's is, broken. Is, is it broken? Watch is broken. I'm going to take put it off and pocket. put it in my pocket. It doesn't even work anymore. It doesn't even work anymore. Because he did that to him in his house. And he has been known to clown Dame. Remember the bubble yeah, game, yeah, the Clippers yeah. game? Skip. Yeah. I knew I had really messed up really bad. On Friday night, when Pat Bell was standing in front of me, he said, oh, calm down. He said, he, he said he's getting you out of character. I was like, Skip, I just dropped me. I said, damn. Because he knows. Pat Bell. Pat he Bell. Knows. All people know Pat Bell. But he knows when he's going over the edge. He knows what going over the edge is. Yes. Right? So okay. I said, ah. Yeah. 
I'm like, damn. Okay. Pat Bev tell me that? There you go. I've grown I've gone to no All man's right. land. So my point is, LeBron does have some help right mm-hmm. now because those are two big wins yeah. to me. Those are hard wins. I'm not saying he doesn't have help, but the thing is, it's about consistent help. That's the difference between the two. Okay, Jason Tatum knows he's going to get 25 to 30 points on a nightly basis sure. from, uh, from Brian, Jason okay, Brown. I got it. Uh, uh, Jokic knows that he's going to get 18 to 20 from Gordon. He's going to get 18 to 20 from sure, Jamal Murray. I, I got now, it. are you going to tell me that Pat Bell, I'm not Pat Bell, is Schroeder going to give me those kind of outings on a consistent basis? I said, okay, when AD comes back, play like AD, LeBron, okay, I'm good. Russ going to give me the, because uh, Russ was tremendous. Against uh, 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 Memphis, he wasn't. Not was so no much show. against Portland, well, because he, I don't think he played in the fourth. Did he play in the fourth? Or if he did, he didn't play very many minutes. By the way, Schroeder at Portland made all ten of his free throws. Dead eye. Yeah. Russ at Portland was. Oh, this is the second half. I'm sorry, he made ten free throws in the second half. Did yeah. did Schroeder? Let me look at my final box here of Russell West. He was three of thirteen and zero for four from three. Right. Six total points. He, but, had, he had eight rebounds. He only played like 25 minutes, Skip. I don't know if he played at all in four. 26 minutes. Okay. Well, that's what Darvin does. If, if you're not producing, you sit. That, it's as simple as that, Skip. Okay. One guy, especially without AD being out, only one guy is assured to be in this closing lineup. Yep. That's LeBron. Everybody else is contingent on how well are you playing or how well are you defending. Okay. This team has come to trust that LeBron James will give them 30-odd points. Yeah. Like, like clockwork. Yeah, you know that. Okay. But down the stretch, when you need somebody to have the ball and close it and make late-game free throws, Schroeder has been a godsend yeah. for your team. Yeah. So all of a sudden, the pieces are falling into place. If you need somebody to instigate and antagonize on defense, especially in the fourth <laughs> quarter, somebody his size that right. he can deal yeah, with, because yeah, he yeah. can deal with that. Right, right. Right? Yeah. It's, it's hard for him to deal with the Yeah, Luka too big, yeah, and the Tatum right. and Brown, right. they're too they're big. Too yeah. big. Okay? So the, I like the pieces to the puzzle are starting to fit a little bit here. And if you get AD back, I keep telling you, there's no way you can't make the playoffs with this kind of team. They don't want that. Well, what do they, they want? They don't want that. You don't want to see us. No, you would not. And this is going to be one of those crazy years. We're talking about AFC quarterbacks. All of a sudden, you look at the Western Conference, and do you really want the top seed? Because somebody's going to sneak in the back door, and you're going to say, That'd wait a us. second, we just won the right to play them? Yeah, they don't want to see that. Okay. Yeah, I want to see because you and know. I remember, Golden State's gonna be hovering down there at mm-hmm. the bottom. The mm-hmm. Clippers are gonna be hovering down there yeah. at the bottom, right? Yeah, we, we gonna we gonna make sure they die there tonight. Okay. You know what? I think you're in trouble tonight. I, I got the Clippers. I, I don't know if you've been watching. Give me the, the five. Winner. No. Give me the five. It's your home game. You're five. You're your favorite by your five. Home game. But you got Kawhi. Huh? Remember Kawhi been averaging 35. Th- shoot, 30. 30 again. Shooting 50% from the three. Yeah. Who shoot 50% from three-pointers? 53%. Yeah. And by the way, would you believe LeBron has fallen to, to second to last in three-point shooting? 153 out of 150. All I know is the man won 67 player of the weeks. He's he's 28.6% from three. If you, t- if you take the next two combined, they can't see go. Really? And how many times has he been jipped out of play of the week because they gave it to him the week before? I'll take it straight up right now. I got Kawhi over LeBron. Straight up. No? You scared of those I want the five. Give me five. No. Give you five? After all we just talked, you got Hachimura on your team now. Really? <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> he, really? He can guard Kawhi. Really, Skip? Yeah. This man said I got Hachimura. <laughs> After you just gave the man a three as far as on the scale of moving the well, needle. I told you he can defend. You got a big defender. But you gave him a three. Why didn't you give him a seven then? Because I'm afraid about him th- shooting threes in, on that stage. Exactly. He ain't in Washington. Maybe they should put a Washington Wizard jersey up on his Lakers jersey. So he think he's still in Washington. going to embarrass you tonight. I bet you they don't. Yeah, they will. Give me the five. TNT. Well, if they're going to embarrass me, give me the five. Laker home game. It's going to be a home Laker give me, crowd. Give me the five. No. You scared? Just say that. If you're scared, scared, just say that. My team's in the basement with no fans. Man, Come on. He's so scared. He's so scared. <laughs> I'm so, He's so scared. scared. I got Kawhi. I want, T. Lou, I want T. Lou to leave I got the king of LA. So I can root for him properly. I know. That's true. <laughs> yeah, you're like me and Jalen right, Hurts. If you're not going to yeah. make a do bet, we got to move maybe, on. We maybe. We got to move on. It's going to be a good one tonight. Hopefully by the end of the show, my fingers are crossed for that tip-off 7 p.m. It'll be a good one. All right, gentlemen. Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow? Long term, who's the better quarterback? Skip and Shannon debate that in just a moment.
This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow will face off for the fourth time this Sunday in the AFC Championship game. What a history and rivalry already. It's the fifth straight trip to conference title games for Mahomes, while it's the second trip in a row for Burrow and the Bengals. Shannon, which quarterback would you rather have going forward? I'm taking Pat Mahomes. Mahomes or Joey B? I'm taking Patrick Mahomes. I'm still saying Patrick Mahomes. I'm, you ask me tomorrow, I'm going to say Patrick Mahomes. You ask me next year, I'm still going to take Patrick Mahomes because I haven't seen anything, any reason for me to change my mind. And I do believe Joe Burrow is an outstanding quarterback. He's on that road of being great. Um, what he's been able to do overcoming the, uh, the ACL in his rookie season, Skip. The meteoric rise that he had, couldn't quite cut it at uh, uh, um, Ohio State. Goes to LSU, Coach Orgeron gives him an opportunity. Um, his junior year, not so much of anything. They had him as a third, fourth-round grade, and then for some reason it clicks. And well, with, maybe it helped you throwing to Jamar Chase and Justin, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. And you got Terrence Marshall, yeah, yeah. and you got Randy Mawson, you, you got Clyde Edwards-Alaire, you, you got did. the best offensive line. Yep. But, Skip, he put it together. 60 touchdown passes, number one overall pick. This is and, the greatest season I, I've oh, ever yeah, seen. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And so, and he hasn't looked back. Uh, I'm not so sure he's not the second-best quarterback. I'm not saying I would – there's not – Patrick Mahomes might be the only guy currently that I would take over Joe Burrow. Yeah. Um, but, Skip, I think the thing is, if you look at the line now, Chiefs were started out as two-and-a-half-point favorite. Now they're one-and-a-half-point dog. That's four points. Can you imagine the money that's been bet on Cincinnati to get it to move four points? But even for it to move four points, what that must have happened? A significant injury to a major player. Sure. There's no major, more major player yep. in the game than Patrick Mahone, and he has a high ankle sprain. I also think the other half of that equation is watching what happened at Buffalo last yeah. Sunday. But let me ask you a question. If Patrick Mahone was not hurt, do you think that line would have moved? Not hurt, they would have opened as a three-point favorite at home, and it would have stuck right there. Okay. Because you get around three right. for home field, and I think that's what it would have been. But Mahomes is playing in his fifth AFC championship yep. game, his fifth one at home, chance to get, uh, go to a, a Super Bowl. He's going to be the MVP. Um, that ankle is bo- uh, bothered him. I don't think it'll be as bad as it was the second half of that ball game. He'll get a lot of rest. He'll get a little medicine in that thing. Um, but for me, Skip, I'm still taking – I'm still taking – Patrick Mahomes. Before I launch, okay. allow me to say about both these young men, they're both really good kids to <laughs> yeah. me, and they're still kids to me, but but they, they handle themselves yes. correctly, mm-hmm. and they represent the National Football League to me correctly, and it's a pleasure to watch both of them perform. Yes. This may come down to what's your flavor, you know, what, 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 <laughs> what you what, like to do. Yeah, what, what do you like? What, what do you like to watch? You like to surf or you like yeah. to turf? Yeah, it's like that. I'm all about Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. I would take him going forward. <clears throat> and my body of work so far is 3-0 and against Patrick Mahomes because he, he plays, he maxes his ability out against Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes has more overall talent than Joe Burrow has because he's got a bigger arm 
I'm not saying he's more athletic, but, but it's maybe maybe a tick maybe. more athletic. Yeah. Just maybe a tick because I, I think he was a really good shortstop in yeah. baseball and his father was a really good pitcher. Right. For many, many years. That explains his footwork and the yeah. arm angles in which he I throws know. the ball that from. That is correct. But all I know is these stats scream at me that Joe Burrow went head-to-head with him three times and went 3-0. and Now, again, you need a football team around you, and he's right. got one. Yeah. So does Patrick in a lot of ways. But – I look at completion percentage in those three games, and it's Burrow 72% to Patrick 67. Nothing wrong with 67, but there's something really right with 72. Passing yards in those three games, it's 982 to 757. So he's he's got him by 130-odd yards. Right. That's 327 a game for those three versus 252 for Patrick. Touchdowns, interceptions, eight to one for Joe Burrow in those games to six to two. Not all bad for no. Patrick, but still eight to one, six to two. And then yards per attempt, nine point one for Joe, seven point five for Patrick. Can I ask you a question? Let's just say for the sake of argument, I'm gonna flip it. I'm gonna have Patrick Mahomes throw against his defense, and I'm gonna have Joe Burrow throw against his defense. How you think it go? So if I put Joe, if I put Patrick Mahomes on Kansas City and he's throwing to Chase and he's throwing to those guys going against Kansas City defense versus Joe Burrow going against Cincinnati's okay. defense throwing to Kelsey and those guys. Does what do Joe you think? Burrow get to throw to Travis Kelsey? Yes, he gets Travis Kelsey. Okay. Right. But I get I get but but Patrick Mahomes gets Chase, Higgins, Boyd, and that running game with that two-headed monster with P. Ryan and Mixon. I think Joe Burrow lifts everybody around him. I think they all take on his swagger, his personality, his impact. He just makes plays. Skip, you do you do realize that uh, Pittsburgh said, nah, you know, uh, uh, Juju, go ahead and take that Corvette, Corvette, and take it on down the road. MVS, mm-hmm. Green Bay say, nah, we good over here, bro. You know, Justin. I, I still think he's pretty good. What about Justin Watson? Mm-hmm. Well, Tom Brady said Yeah, that. he said, nah, we good. And, and Patrick Mahomes turned him into a viable candidate. He did. I give you that. But those running backs, whew, they're starting to rise up to Cincinnati's yeah. level. Pacheco was running hot and angry. But, Skip, you do realize that Mixon went to the Pro Bowl last year. I he think did. he going to the Pro Bowl again. No, nah, he didn't make it this year. He didn't make yeah. it this year. No, I love both of them. I yeah. love Piron. I yeah. got two OU guys. Yeah. No, no, they're really good. But, but Kansas City's starting to they, rise to the occasion. Yeah, but I, I, still, I still give the slight nod. Uh, I don't know if, if, if Edward Valera, I know they activated him off the IR. I don't know if he played in the game. I didn't get an opportunity. I didn't, I didn't see him play. Yeah. I didn't see him play in the game. I'm okay. not saying that he didn't play. I didn't see him play. You want Andy Reid calling your plays or you want the young Zach guy? In... I want Andy. Yep. Okay. So that's a big but advantage. It, but it, but, it, but it's, it's Skip, you got Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he one of the most self-drivers. You don't got the self-driving cars, Skip, you yeah. don't do nothing. I just pull it up there and it parallel park itself. So it doesn't matter what play you call, <laughs> you parallel, make it, Yeah, parallel. My BMW parallel park mm-hmm. itself. Skip, I got that thing. I can just push, push the button and it back itself up by itself. That's what that guy's Patrick Mahomes. You ain't got the play, you, the play call is unimportant to him. Okay. Call a play. I'll make it work. Where we part ways is you love the spectacular. You love the globetrotter throws. You love it's the, entertainment, the ain't it? highlights. What yep. you go to the game, you go to the game with entertainment. There's a reason why they there's a reason why what they do, Skip. They put more emphasis on passing. They spread the field. They ain't want to see no more 10 sevens. Mm-hmm. In the NBA, they don't let your hand check. All yep. that clutching and grabbing, that hard foul, they don't let you do that. You want to get entertained, right? Yep. You want no look, you want sidearm, you want between the legs, you want behind the back. It's coming. I, I got it. Are we sure that behind and the back ain't coming this week? It, it'll probably come. But <laughs> in the end, that will bite you at this level of NFL football. <laughs> it, it will. He, he is so encouraged to be so dangerously careless with the football that it will come back to haunt you. And I've shown you those two games at Indy and the one at home against Buffalo. He ended with careless interceptions in both games yeah. because he's prone to do that right. when you least expect it. You, Joe Burrow is the flip side of that. He makes all the routine throws look spectacular to me because he just keeps making them and making them just like you, he did at LSU that year. You, you do realize that Joe Burrow had more interceptions than Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. on fewer and fewer and fewer touchdowns. This year. Yeah. Yeah. Last year, too. Joe got off to a pretty rocky okay, start that, this that, year. That, that, that ain't got nothing to do with Mahomes, boy. Yeah. Okay. But you saw what Joe Burrow did to Buffalo at Buffalo. Yeah. Yes. It, it was... Pavarotti at the Melbourne uh, 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 Opera House. Sydney Opera House. Sydney Opera House. (laughs) It it was sensational because, to me, he's a better Cooper Rush because what I loved about Cooper Rush as opposed to Dak Prescott is he just kept efficiently making the play 
that was called for. Oh, he's open. Just throw it to him. Even if you need to throw it farther down the field, Cooper Rush has an underrated arm. So does Joe Burrow. He can wing it when he needs to wing it. He can put mustard on it when he needs to, or he can throw it soft when he needs to. It depends who's open fastest and how you need to deliver the ball to them. Obviously, Patrick has a much bigger arm, but Joe Burrow knows how to play quarterback a little better than Patrick does. It's just IQ, it's vision, it's it's feel, it's command, it's poise. He, he has a better overall command of the position to me than Patrick does. Patrick gets away with arm talent and shortstop talent that, that, that he can just lean on and rely on. And Patrick takes my breath away when he lumbers for, for yards down the field because once he He's gets sprinting. going. Huh? He's sprinting. Well, well he – He's faster than you think he yes. is. He ain't just the field. No, no. <laughs> but he's faster than you but think. But he works. And he's just so – you know what he is? He's just an athlete yeah. as a competitor. Mm-hmm. He knows how to compete at the highest level. Joe Burrow can't match that. But when Joe Burrow takes off from the packet, his uh, pocket, his acceleration yeah. is, is shocking to me because he, whatever speed he's got, he will hit it immediately. Yeah, well, he definitely he, – he killed him a couple of times last year. He did. Getting, getting first downs on third down plays. He kept the clock. You remember that skip against Alabama? That was his Heisman moment. They had him. They thought he was about to get him off the field, and he takes off for 19 oh. yards on like a third and 12. I remember. And that was the ball game. At Tuscaloosa. Yeah, Tuscaloosa. So he's, he has that ability, and that's something that, you know, these young guys have that the veteran quarterbacks don't do anymore. I mean, Tom, there are some times that Tom might have could have. Tom have. ain't getting no 10 yards no. anymore, Skip. <laughs> he no. not. No, I agree. So in the end, going forward, longer term, I'm taking Joe Burrow, and I'll let you have Patrick. Yeah, I got Patrick. You know my homeboy only one year older than he is. Okay. Only one year. Okay, I got it. But but the youngster is 3-0. and about to, about to be two MVPs and two Super Bowls up on him, too. Yeah, you think so? Mm-hmm. So we're going to have some do on this game? Yeah, we'll but I'm going to need the points. I'm no, going to need like three points. need the points. The man got a, the man got a hurt ankle. The man in the cast right now. Oh, come on. You saw him play the second half. Yeah, I did. You, I you said it. it was extraordinary. It was extraordinary. It was Willis Reed. Come back to life. Man, you saw the man hobbling, huh? Skip. Okay. The man, they're like Captain Hook. Jumping around. Come, on. Okay. Come, come. All right. Okay. So you're going to give me three? It's Arrowhead. Okay. Okay. They so. went there last year and beat him at Arrowhead. Joe Burrow on the road again. You say you say Buffalo beat him at Arrowhead. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll take Joe Burrow straight up. No. You know, I'm gonna I, get the I point. mean, look at the odds on your side. He's beating him three straight times. Exactly. At some point. No, ain't no some point. Who yeah. said that? Huh? Who said at some point? Well, the odds are way in Mahomes' favor, right? Mm-mm. Okay. I'll take Joe Burrow. We'll talk about it on Friday. Okay. I'm gonna need them three though. Okay. What if the line moves up further? We gotta what if get it goes a do bet on this before the weekends. You do know oh, that, Oh, we're going to get a bet. Yeah. I mean, he ain't got no more teams in the playoffs, something. so, I mean, he don't want to bet anymore. He's Tampa gone, Dallas gone. He's just sick. Well, wait a second. All of your teams are gone a long time ago. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. My homeboy's still there. You, you had the Rams and the Chargers. What about Kyle? I mean, oh. I've been knowing Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not Kyle. If I it know somebody for 30 years. You know, you're getting count. way off track here. <laughs> you can we're, claim we're, it if We're going to wrap this segment up. <laughs> I am curious how that Bengals O-line holds up because the last two times these two have played each other, Chiefs have only gotten to Joe Burrow twice. Exactly. That could be critical come mm-hmm. this weekend.